Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem. Parshas Chayisara, live from Cedarhurst, New York. So a few very important announcements. First we want to thank Rav Leibish Schwartz for sponsoring tonight's shir. Zechus for all the Chayla Yisrael. Zechus HaTarish should protect all over Klal Yisrael and Rafur Shalema to his mother. Gittel Rivka Bas Reza L'Rafur Shalema. Thank him for sponsoring the show, L'Kavah the Shurim. And the Shurim on Sefer Bracious are sponsored by Dodi Burko, Azizchus for Ari Tzvi Ben Liba Slava, and Yusuf Tzvi Ben Necha. Okay, welcome everyone. Um, and tonight, we are uh, not only going to be on tour anytime, but this year is going to be syndicated on podcasts, on iTunes, on some of the other uh, syndicators. Netflix? Uh, and... <laughs> But uh, whatever they are, uh, you could catch the share over there. Okay, so we continue in Sefer Bereshis, Parshas Chayisar. If anybody wants to participate in the upcoming Sefer on Sefer Bereshis, um, please contact us. Okay, Marv Rabbi And of course, if anybody wants to get the new Sefer on Rav Meir, the good news is, let's see, it's, ah, Rav Irwin, you ready for the big share? Tomorrow morning, 5.30 a.m., there's a share to Australia. It's going to be 9.30 p.m. in Australia, so Irwin's going to get a good night's sleep. Or maybe he's up already. It looks like he's up already, right? I have to get the good night's sleep. And if anybody wants to get at 5.30 in the morning, or if anybody wants to get the new safe on Rameyer, you can go to Torah anytime. Go to the uh, speakers, Gladstein, and you click the link, and the safer will be shipped to you. Okay, Parshas Chayesara. So Avram Avinu is making a deal with his trusty servant, Eliezer, and he says, do me a favor, I want you to find a shidduch for my, wife, for my son Yitzchak. Now it's interesting, Yitzchak never uh, publicly expressed any interest in getting married over here, Yitzchak's not even a player over here, but Avram Avinu is taking care of the deal, like a good tata, a father has to marry off his kid, and he tells uh, Eliezer, I want you to go back to my hometown, and I want you to pick a wife for my son, for Yitzchak. And, and uh, Eliezer says, well, what if she doesn't want to come with me? Maybe I'm going to need to bring him over there. And Avram says, Chas v'sholem, I love Avram. Hishomer l'cha, watch up, pentashos nishama, lest you bring my child over there. Heaven forbid that you take my child out of the land of Israel. Now, why was Avram hesitant to have Yitzchak leave Eretz Yisrael? The answer is, it doesn't say. How old was Yitzchak? Yitzchak was 37 years old at the time. It does not say why Avraham did not want Yitzchak to leave Eretz Yisrael. It doesn't say anywhere in Rashi. And this is where the share began. Because I was, uh, I remember there's this idea that Yitzchak can't leave Eretz Yisrael. So I went to look at Rashi and I was, and I looked at Rashi and Rashi says absolutely nothing. So I'm scratching my head. Well, I, I, I could have, I could have, uh, I was sure it was a Rashi, you know. Well, isn't it a Rashi? Doesn't Rashi say something that Yitzchak can't leave? Then I said, maybe it's a few psukim later. So Avram Avinu says, look, I want you to swear to me that you're going to find a wife for my son. And if the woman does not want to follow you, you will be clean from this oath. Just my son do not bring over there. Now, Rak is a mir, it's exclusionary. Don't bring my son over there, but that sounds like someone else will go there. Namely, says Rashi, us, I figured here's the Rashi. No, Rashi doesn't say anything. 
Rashi says, Rak miyudho, Rak is a miyud. Beni enoi choyzer. My son won't go uh, leave Israel. Aval Yaakov ben beni soifer lachzer, but my grandson will leave Israel. So I'm thinking, where is this Rashi? That Yitzchak Avinu cannot le- leave the land of Israel. I remember it had something to do with the fact that he was a carbon and he's an oila, and a carbon oila can't leave the land of Israel. And I figured maybe it would be an interesting subject to speak about Yitzchak Avinu being an oila. Like, what does that mean? Could a human being be a carbon? And then I looked in Parshas Taldais, and sure enough, in the following week, next week, where it says, So Yitzchak is headed south of Israel. He's headed to the land of Egypt. He's going through the land of the Philistines. And God says, God appeared to me and said, Don't go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land. Says Rashi, God appeared to Abraham and he says, don't go to Egypt. Al-Tered says Rashi, he had in mind to go down to Mitzrayim like his father did in the times of famine. So Abraham said, Hashem said, don't go. You're a carbon oila temima. Ein chusaretz kedai lecha. Now it's interesting, Rashi doesn't say God said don't go. The only thing is the Torah says, God said, don't go. God said, I'll tear in Mitzrayimah. Rashi says what God told Yitzchak was, you're a carbon oila tamima, you're a whole oila, you're a carbon that was brought on the Mizbeach, and therefore Chutzaretz is not the right place for you. The Medrash elaborates further. Gur v'aretz hazois, God said, live in this land. Rav Oishio said, you're an oila tamima, just like a carbon oila if it leaves the... the uh, the Kla'im, it's Pasol. So to you, if you leave Eretz Yisrael, you're going to become Pasol. So Yitzchak is a carbon, and God said, no, don't do it, you can't leave. Just like a carbon oil, if it leaves the curtains, it becomes Pasol. So to you, if you leave Eretz Yisrael, you become Pasol. Only, only that carbon? Uh, no, other carbonos. Well, other carbonos, you're allowed to eat perhaps outside in, in Yerushalayim. But a carbon oil cannot leave the confines of the of the club. Now, here's the question. True. So so what's interesting here is is Yitzchak a carbon or is he not a carbon? If he's a carbon, then he should permanently move in to the location of the base of Mikdash. You know, because a carbon can't leave the confines of the club. Forget about Yushaim, he can't even leave the Azara. And here, uh, there's no problem with Yitzchak leaving the Beis Hamikdash. There's no problem with him leaving Yerushalayim. There's a problem with him leaving Israel. So, if he's a carbon, he should be allowed to leave the Beis Hamikdash. If he's not a carbon, then he should be able to go to Mitzrayim. What exactly is this like mathematical equation? You're something like a carbon, and therefore you can't leave Israel. Either you can't leave the temple, or or, or you're not a carbon. But my question is, why does Rashi only comment in next week's parsha? When God told Yitzchak, don't go to Egypt, Rashi says, you know why you can't go to Egypt? Because you're a carbon oila. Why doesn't Rashi comment in this week's parsha? When Avram tells Eliezer, don't you dare take Yitzchak to Chutzaretz, Rashi should say, on the spot, you know why you can't take him to Chutzaretz? Because he's a carbon oila and you're not going to take an oila Chutzaretz. Why did Rashi only, so to speak, wake up next week? Why this week is no reason offered?
Now, the truth is, many, many Mepharshim do say on this week's parsha that the reason why Avraham Avinu told Eliezer, don't take Yitzchak to Chutzlaretz is because he's a carbon oil. Namely, Rabbeinu Vachai writes in number 7, Pantoshev Esbeni Shama, Pantoylech Esbeni Shama, maybe you're going to take my son there, Ki lo haya Avram chafetz sheyetze Yitzchak mina aretz hakadosh l'chutzlaretz. Avram did not want Yitzchak to leave uh, the Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaretz l'fishu ayla tamima. Because he's a carbon oila. So Rabin, what I want Rashi to say here, that which Rashi says next week, Rabin Mechai Yitake says here. In fact, I saw an interesting gematria in a sefer, Keren Ledavid Ulazaroi. If you look at the Pasuk, Vayoymer Elav Avraham, and Avraham said to him, um, what, what does this mean, Vayoymer Elav Avraham? The Rashi Tevois of this pasuk: Vav, Aleph, Aleph, Hey, Lamed, Pen, Taf, Aleph, Beis, Shin. You got that all computed. The gematria of the Rashi Tevois of this pasuk is Yitzchak Oila Tamimahu. So I'm sure you figured that out on the spot, but that's why I put it on just in case somebody didn't compute it. That the gematria of the Rashi Tevois of this pasuk is Yitzchak is an Oila Tamimah. So what I wanted Rashi to say. And what Rabin Machai says, in fact, is the pshad in what Avraham told Eliezer is Merumah's Begamatri on the Rashi Tevais. In fact, even further, what I want the Rashi to say, the Chizkuni says, Rashi says. Look in the Chizkuni number nine. When Avraham tells Eliezer, Rak es beni loisashev shama, B'ni e'nechoyzer, my son won't return. L'fishu o'ila t'mima, because he's an o'ila t'mima, v'ein chutz l'aretz k'dayloi. And chutz l'aretz is not worthy of him. E'ni roitzer she'ez v'ratza chuzasai. Now, one second. What the chizkuni says, Rashi says, Rashi doesn't say. Chizkuni is extrapolating based on what Rashi says in next week's parasha, and he's saying Rashi over there. When, Av- when HaKadosh Baruch Hu told Yitzchak, don't leave, Hashem said, don't leave because you're not allowed to mima. So the Chizkuni says, that's what Rashi means over here, why Avraham told Eliezer that you can't take Yitzchak out of Eretz Yisrael. But again, I'm still troubled, why in fact did Rashi not say in this Parsha that Avraham told Eliezer, don't take him out because he's a carbon island. Now I remembered something, but I couldn't put my uh, finger on it until I published the sheets, and then I just added to it. There is another Rashi in Chumash that there's another Nafgamina that Yitzchak Avinu was a carbon oilah. And we're going to come to it toward the end of the shir. In preparing the shir, I saw two chidushim, actually two different svarim of Rab Shmuel Baruch Ganat. One he wrote an article in Moria Journal. And one is um, from the Sefer Kuntras Rinas Shmuel. And he has the following interesting question. Why did the Rebbe have to tell Yitzchak, stay in Gerar, don't go to Egypt during the famine? Didn't Yitzchak know already he's not a Leveret Yisrael? That's what Avram told Eliezer, don't take my son to Chutzaretz. So didn't Yitzchak already know from the... Hashem came to Eliezer. Excuse me, Avram came to Eliezer. He said, Eliezer, don't take Yitzchak out. Presumably it's because he's a carbon oilah. So from there, Yitzchak should have gleaned that as a carbon oila, he's not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael. So then why does God have to appear to him next week and say, Yitzchak, don't you dare leave Eretz Yisrael, you're a carbon oila. Yitzchak should have said, you know, I already know that. My father already told Eliezer, I can't leave Eretz Yisrael. 
So Rav Shmuel Baruch Ganat offers the following answer, and I have somewhat of a problem with it. He says like this, Yitzchak knew he was a carbonite, and that's why he wasn't allowed to find the Shidduch in Chutzarz. But we know that a carbon is only a carbon as long as it's Tamima. But as soon as it becomes a Balmum, it doesn't have Kedush anymore. In next week's parsha, the Pasuk says, Vayhi kizak in Yitzchak vatechena in Avmerais. His eyes dimmed. The eyes of Yitzchak of Inu dimmed. Now the Rambam writes in Hilchois Bias HaMikdash that someone who's not able to see well is considered a Balmum. So Yitzchak figured, I know I couldn't find the Shidduch in Aram Naharayim because I'm a carbon oila, but that's when I was, um, I was seeing good. That's when I was a young chap. But now I'm uh, much older now. Now during the famine. Now I'm married. Now I'm much older. Now I can't really see that well. Now I'm a puzzle carbon. So maybe now I could go to Chutzaretz. That's why even though the Yvonne Shah, even though Avram told Eliezer, don't take Yitzchak to Chutzaretz. Because he's a carbon, Yitzchak thought, that's very nice, that's when I was seeing good, but now I'm not seeing good anymore, so now I'm a Balmum. So if I'm a Balmum, I could go to Chutzaretz. So I, I wasn't satisfied with this answer, for the following reason. At what point in Yitzchak's life was he not able to see well? So if it depends how he became blind. If it's because he became blind from the wives of Esau, Rashi says he became blind from the wives of Esau. Esau wasn't born yet. So he's not blind yet. If he's not blind yet, he could see. So he's not, he's not a Balmum. So then he shouldn't be able to go to Chutzaretz. So the question returns, why did God have to tell him, don't go Chutzaretz? He wasn't a Balmum yet. Elamai, you go like the what? From the Akedah. So it was the Akedah. He was blind from the beginning, even before he was looking for it. He was blind as a little kid. Excuse me, he was blind at 37. So then what? The tears of the Malachim fell in his eyes. So if that's the case, before he was looking for Shidduch already, he was blind. And yet the Yibbana Shalom said, don't leave because you're a carbon. So then what changed exactly in Minom? Now, for some reason though, the Rav Ganad is saying that in between when he was looking for a Shidduch and when there was a famine, that's when he became blind. And that's why Yitzchak thought, since he's a Balmum, he could go to Chutzaretz. His mistake was that Yitzchak thought he's a Balmum and a Balmum is a problem before he became a carbon. But here, we're, in other words, what makes uh, um, Yitzchak an Oila? The fact that he went on the Mizbeach. So if he becomes a Balmum, this is like becoming a Balmum before his Hakrava, which is a problem. But the truth is, he already was Nikrav because his ashes are piled on the Harhamoriya. And if you become a Balmum after the carbon, that does not passel you. So he was considered still a carbon. Be it as it may, again, let's review the question and the answer. The question was, didn't Yitzchak know that he was a carbon already? God, Avraham already told Eliezer that don't take Yitzchak to Chutzlaretz. So why did Yitzchak have to be reminded, don't leave? And the answer is, in the interim, Yitzchak became a Balmum.
So I would like to suggest another approach, why even though Yitzchak was told, or he knew from Avraham that he wasn't allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael, he still needed to be commanded by the Rebbe Nishalaylam not to leave uh, in the times of the famine. And uh, with, with this we come to the question of Rabbi Yitzchak Saratskin. Rabbi Yitzchak Saratskin, and um, there's a sefer, Shmua Toiba has a very interesting question. His question is like this. Why did Rashi wake up in Parshas Taldois to say that the reason why Yitzchak can't leave Eretz Yisrael is because he's a carbon t- uh, oila? Why didn't Rashi say that when Avram told Eliezer, don't take my son to Chutzaretz, Rashi should have said, because my, car- my son is a carbon oila. So, Rabbi Yitzchak Sarotskin and the Sefer Shmuel Taiva says the following interesting chiddush. Huh? Rina, something else? Rina Yitzchak. Isn't that Rina Yitzchak is Rav Sarotskin, yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. This is Rav Yitzchak Sarotskin. Number 11 and then number 12. He says like this. 11 is Rav Sarotskin, 12 is someone else. Which one? Yeah. The other one. No, the, the Rosh Shiva. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so he, he says something very interesting. What is the halacha? Is somebody allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael? Stam! Let's say somebody hears that uh, in America they, uh, they invented a new lollipop. Are you allowed to leave Israel? to partake of the new lollipop that was invented in America. No, but you leave You're not allowed to. Leave for a One may a not leave the land of Israel. If no. somebody lives in anybody in Eretz Yisrael, you cannot li- uh, leave the land of Israel. If you want to come to the Shir, you're allowed to leave Israel. If anybody wants to take a flight to next Wednesday night Shir, it's permitted to leave Eretz Yisrael. Or if you want to get the new Sefer, you could also... But it's available in Eretz Yisrael. But all kidding aside, you're allowed to... Uh, Leave Eretz Yisrael for one of three reasons. The Rambam says: Number one, to learn Torah. Number two, to get married. And number three, if there's famine. However, the Rambam says it is not midas chasidos to leave Eretz Yisrael in a time of famine, because Machlan uh, and Kilyoin left Eretz Yisrael in times of famine, and look what happened to them. Okay. Now, even though you're allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael to get married or, or to learn Torah, are you allowed to leave permanently to get married? In other words, let's say you need to find a shidduch, but the girl says, I'll marry you, provided that you live in Woodmere, between Peninsula Boulevard and West Broadway. So the guy could say, I want to get married, but I cannot leave the land of Israel to, and stay in Chutzar to get married. Do we pask in that way? Yes. All, um, not everybody. Jewish people paskin that way. Gentiles do not paskin that way, but Klal Yisrael does paskin. One may not leave the Holy Land, even Bizman Azeh, to get married permanently, or to learn Torah permanently. You can only leave temporarily to find the Shidduch and bring her back. She doesn't want to go back, you can't come. That is the Psaq of the Ramam, because the Ramam says, you're allowed to leave Lilma Tar Lisa Isha, Kishadaitoy Lachsar. Ah. Oh. Says Rabbi Yitzchak Sarotsky in Mamish Go'inus. 
When Eliezer said to Avram, what if she doesn't want to come with me? Should I take Yitzchak with me and let him live in Chutzara so, she, he, so he could be married to some girl in Chutzara? Avram said, Chas v'sholem, rakas v'niloy soshev shama. Nothing to do with the fact he's an oila to me. Not because he's a carbon. Because you can't leave Eretz Yisrael to permanently reside in Chutzara. That's what Avram was saying. And that's why Rashi does not say one word in this week's parsha. In this week's parsha, when Avram Avinu is adamant, do not take Yitzchak to Chutzlaaretz, Rashi doesn't have to say anything. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's a carbon. He can't go to Chutzlaaretz because you're not allowed to permanently go to Chutzlaaretz, not for a marriage and not for a Torah. But in Parsha's Toldois, Yitzchak wasn't going permanently. He was going for a few days because there's nothing to eat in Eretz Yisrael, so he figured he'll go temporarily to Mitzrayim so he could have a bite to eat. So was Yitzchak allowed to do that? So God said, even though you're not going permanently, so there's no Isser of leaving Chutzar to go to Eretz Yisrael, it is Osser for you to leave Eretz Yisrael to go to Chutzar temporarily because you're a carbon oila. So this answers all the questions. This answers the questions of why Rashi did not comment in this week's parsha. When Abraham told Eliezer, I don't want my son going to Lechutzar, as Rashi should have said he's a carbon oila, it has nothing to do with the fact he's a carbon oila. The idea was he would go Lechutzar to be there permanently, and Hashem said he, it's obvious why he can't go there permanently. You're not allowed to leave Israel to go permanently to Lechutzar. Elamai, next week, uh, Yitzchak wants to go temporarily. The reason he can't go temporarily is because he's a carbon oila. And this answers the kasha of Rav Ganat. His kasha was, didn't Yitzchak know already he's a carbon oila? Why did God have to tell him he's a carbon oila and don't leave? The answer is Yitzchak had no idea he's a carbon oila. How would he know? Oh, because that's why he couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael. That wasn't the reason. The reason he couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael is because you're not allowed to leave Eretz Yisrael permanently to find the Shidduch. It was a Chidush that God told him, by the way, you can't even leave temporarily. Okay. That's what Eliezer was saying. Eliezer said, look, what if the girl doesn't want to go? Can I bring him with me to move to the five towns? And Avram Avinu said, heaven forbid to permanently stay there. Even the Torah can't be permanent. Even can't be permanent. The Milo of living in Chutzaretz is that you could, stay, you could live in Chutzaretz. <laughs> Unfortunately. But once you move to Israel, there ain't no returns. Now you're allowed to come back for Parnassa, but again, so this is a very interesting thing. In fact, there's an interesting tshuva in, you ready for this? Shailas v'tshuvas mekadshe Hashem of Reb Tzvi Hersh Meisels. I see my friend Reb Nassan. We were just there a little bit ago. Um, when was that? I think during the Aser tshuva, right? Aser tshuva, we were there. And Reb Tzvi Hersh Meisels fields the following question. How was Yitzchak? Ah, oh, Chazal say that Avraham sent Eliezer to get to marry a woman for Yitzchak because Yitzchak couldn't leave to Chutzlaaretz. But what do you mean? He's allowed to leave Chutzlaaretz to marry a wife. So says Rabbi Hashmaizel Zavadi is allowed to leave to marry a wife if he's if he's going temporarily. But he couldn't go temporarily because he's a. Carbon oila, and as a carbon oila, he cannot even go temporarily. Now, yeah. 
Right, but Avraham was stipulating in the deal. It's like Avraham Avinu didn't want his son going there. Why? I mean, why did Avraham make it his problem? It's right, somehow Avraham himself did not want his son going there. Now, coming back to an interesting point over here. We said that Yitzchak is a carbon oila, and therefore he can't leave Israel. Well, wait a second. If he's a carbon oila, he shouldn't be able to leave the uh, parameters of the mikdash. What do you mean he can't leave Israel? So Rabbi Yom Mizrahi says, you're a carbon oila, and you're kodesh kadashim, and to you the whole Eretz Yisrael is likened like the Azara, and Chutz Eretz is like outside of the Azara. And just like kodesh kadashim can't leave the Azara, you who are like kodesh kadashim, you can't leave the Azara, namely Eretz Yisrael. In other words, there's some concept that on some level, on some dimension, Eretz Yisrael is like the Azara. In other words, it's not Mamish Yitzchak is a carbon oil. And it, because if he was, he wouldn't be allowed to leave the Mikdash proper, but he's some dimension of a carbon oil in that, in the dimension of Eretz Yisrael, bring the Azara, he can't leave Eretz Yisrael. So in the Sefer, Ben Melech just points out that this... Uh, gives us a, sort of a heightened understanding of the chashivas of Eretz Yisrael. How should we view Eretz Yisrael? We should view Eretz Yisrael as its mamish, the makoim habes mikdash. In other words, there is a mikdash proper, but there is an expanded version of the Beis mikdash. In a sense, the whole Eretz Yisrael has a degree of sanctity of the Beis mikdash. There's an element of mikdash to the entirety of Eretz Yisrael. There, there is a concept that Clergy, Kaihanim, the Kohen God that we know has to spend the whole day in the Beis Mikdash. He's not to leave the Beis Mikdash the whole day. It's a kavod Baruch Hu, that his clergy stay in the Mikdash, and that's why he, this sefer points out Avraham Avinu was commanded: walk in the land, don't leave the land. There's a concept Avraham Avinu was a Kohen, and even though the Mikdash is the Mikdash, there is a dimension of Mikdash to the whole Eretz Yisrael that we should view Eretz Yisrael as this is sort of the house of worship of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even though we only view the Beis HaMikdash proper that way, but there is a dimension of house of worship to the entirety of Eretz Yisrael. Now, Mavra Boisai, where else do Chazal say that Yitzchak Avinu was a carbon oil? It's very interesting. In next week's parsha, how old was Yitzchak when he got married? 37. 40. He was 37 when he needed a shidduch, and he waited three years until Rivka Vino became Roy Labia. He was 40. And how old was he when he had children? 60. He waited 10 years until she's worthy, to, uh, to, she's capable of having children. And ten years he waited uh, for her to be re- to be considered nakara, and then he really davened. Asked Rashi, why didn't he marry Shifcha like Abraham? You ever worry, w- wondered why didn't Yitzchak marry a Shifcha? Abraham married a Shifcha. Yaakov married two Shifchas. Yitzchak should have married four. Sh- I don't know. He should have married a bunch of them. Why didn't Yitzchak Avinu marry Shifcha? What? The, the Shifcha store is never closed. He could have gone. Uh, he could have gone to South Africa and picked up uh, Shifcha. Uh, maybe. 
There were no, this was, you know, this happened to be before they abolished slavery, right? The story of Avram, Yitzhak, yeah, and Yaakov yeah. was before Abraham Lincoln, right? There are a lot of shivchas all over the place. She couldn't marry it says she, was, she was a carbon, probably a carbon. Oh, so Rashi says, V'shivcha l'ratzalisa, bahara maria liyos oilo tamima. Yitzchak was a carbon oilo. A carbon oilo can't marry a shivcha. So right before I, we went to print, I found a, a beautiful idea in the where Sefer. Did, where did you say that over here? So Rashi, number 16. Yeah. So in the Sefer, Mayan Ganim, he says something beautiful. The Gemara in Taina says that Rav Nachman said, they said to Rav Nachman, if there is a plague in Eretz Yisrael, then even in Bavel you have to fast. Why? Because if the mistress is in distress, if the mistress is is uh, um, is smitten, all alachas kama v'kama the shivcha is smitten. Chutzaretz vis-a-vis Israel is a shivcha vis-a-vis the mistress. Chutzaretz is like a shivcha kenegeretz Israel. So he suggests the same way being a carbon oila Yitzchak Avinu couldn't leave Israel, he also couldn't marry a shivcha. The sh- what what a what Eretz Yisrael is compared to Chutzah Eretz, a Isha is compared to a Shivcha. So as a carbon oila, he couldn't leave Eretz Yisrael and he couldn't marry a Shivcha. That's a very nice idea. But he, um, I want to point out the comments of the Zayar Hakadosh. Yeah. Um, the right? And Reb Sander wants to hear what the Zayar says. Avraham Avinu. It says Avraham, Avraham, Avraham. Right? Who else? Yaakov? Yaakov. Shmuel? Shmuel. But not by Yitzchak. It doesn't say Yitzchak, Yitzchak. Right, Azriel? It doesn't say Anan and Pasha Tzav, Anan and Pasha Tazria, Anan and Pasha Shmini. It does not say anywhere Yitzchak, Yitzchak. Why not? Why is Yitzchak the only one who doesn't get a double name? The Zoya writes... Yitzchak was the highest of all the Avais. Why does it say by all the Avais and all the Tzadikim two names? Because they have two Neshamais. A Neshama of this world, a Neshama of the next world. But when Yitzchak Avinu was at the Akedah and the knife was on his neck, he literally left this world. And his Neshama of this world left. And when it came back, only the Neshama of the next world came back. So Yitzchak Avinu is on the Madriga of being dead even when he's alive. Yitzchak Avinu is on the Madrig of Tchiyas HaMesim. When Yitzchak Avinu came back, what did Avram Avinu say about him? Yitzchak Avinu is in the time of the Kates, even when he's Chai. That's why his name is Yitzchak. Yitzchak spells Kates Chai. He's in the end even when he's alive. That's why Yitzchak means to laugh, because Yitzchak represents the time of Oz Yimale, Oz Yimale Pinu. Yitzchak, we will laugh in the future. He's already living in the future now, in the past. So therefore it doesn't say Yitzchak, Yitzchak, because he only had the neshama of La'asid Lama. He didn't have the neshama of this world. He's living in the Kates even when he's Chai. That's why Yitzchak is the only one of the Avais that the Yibad Hashem said, Elikei Yitzchak, when he's alive, because he's already secured and vouchsafed that he will never veer off because he's already on the madrig of Oilam Abba in this world. It is through Yitzchak that we're zoichet to Oilam Abba and to Tchiyas Hamisim and to the Gula Asida. The Gemara in Shabbos says the only one of the others is going to argue with HaKadosh Baruch Hu and fight 
that we should be zoicha to the gulas Yitzchak because Yitzchak's on the madrego even when he's in the next world he's still in this world he's chai even in the caves you know why? because he's in oila tamima he's completely mizdabig ta'akodesh baruchu without any blemish without any faults by the way why? when we say Yitzchak is in oila tamima says Ramesha Shapiro that doesn't mean he tried to have been an oila tamima that Avram Avinu attempted to bring him as a carbon oila. No! Avravina was makrav him. And even when he wasn't makrav him, he put his knife on his neck. And even when he put his knife on his neck, his neshama left. And God, so he was an actual carbon. And even when he was removed, what does the Pasuk say in B'chuk Kaisai? V'zacharti esbriksi Yaakov, v'af esbriksi Yitzchak, v'af esbriksi Avram Ezgar. Asks Rashi, you ever hear of Rashi? He was an Orthodox rabbi. Rashi asks, he was my Elta Zayda. And so almost everybody else in this room. Rashi asks, why does it say, V'zacharti by Yaakov, Ezgar by Avraham, and no Zechira by Yitzchak? You know why? Because Hashem has to remember Avraham, because it happened in the past. Hashem has to remember Yaakov, because it happened in the past. But Yitzchak, God doesn't have to remember, because his ashes are still on Har HaMoriah. Yitzchak Avinu wasn't attempted to be brought as a carbon. He was brought as a carbon. He was brought up, the knife was on his neck, he died, and he turned to ash. Yitzchak Avinu turned to ash. God doesn't have to remember Yitzchak. There's a pile of ashes of Yitzchak on the Makam Amazmech until today. Yitzchak's in the next world, even when he's alive. He's Yitzchak, he's Ketzchai. Yitzchak's going to come through for us in the future when God says, can I bring the Gula for these people? Yitzchak says, of course you can. But... Right? He's going to be the argument, by the way, you know, the Zayar says that Don Amalek got 70 years from who? We always say from Adam, but there's another Cheshman that we like to say over. He got five from Abraham. He got 28 from Yaakov. Why Yaakov 28? Koyach. Yaakov Vinu had Koyach. Koychi v'roishis oini. He had the koyach to overcome temptation. And Yosef gave 37. Those were the 37 years that came from that really Yitzchak was going to give. Why 37 Yitzchak was going to give? The 37 years before he became an Oilo Tamima. So if you add 5, 20, and 37, that's the 70 years of Davin Amalach. Everything about Yitzchak, what? That's why we break the middle matzah. That's why we break the middle matzah. Very good. Pagilai, Pagilach. This is a munkacha, yeah? So, says um, Rav Shimshon Pinkos brings that the whole life of Yitzchak is one of great chidosh. Avram Avinu was an akar. Sarah was an akara. Avram Avinu was toichei me'enoid poilait. Sarah Imenu was an islandess. And they produced a Yitzchak. It doesn't make sense. How could they produce such a child? It was statistically impossible. Avram looked in his astrological signs. No, there's no indication that there will ever be a Yitzchak. Yitzchak was already slaughtered on the Mizbeach. No, Yitzchak comes back. He, he was down for the count. He's Kate's high. Even in the, he's alive, even though he's already in the next world. Yitzchak Avinu spent three years in Gan Eden. Yitzchak Avinu bequeathed to Klai Yisrael the possibility for the future. And that is Oilam Haba. Because Yitzchak Avinu, by the way, when Yitzchak Avinu wants to give the bracha to Yaakov Avinu, uh, to Esav, and he smells, Rashi says, he smells Gan Eden. How in the world does Yitzchak know what Gan Eden smells like? He's the only one who would know what Gan Eden smelled like. He's already in Chai, in the Kates, even when he's Chai.
Yitzhak Avinu was intimately familiar with the La'asad Lavai. And this is the Darga of Oila Tamima. He's Oila Tamima, he can't leave Eretz Yisrael. He can't marry a Shivcha. It doesn't say Yitzchak Yitzchak because he only possesses the neshama of La'asad Lavai without the neshama of Oila Mazel. So we should talk about that Yitzchak Avinu's argument should be heard. And we should be Zoich Leibansham, should send Ka'al Yisrael the Kate's Chai, the Zman of the Gula, the Zman of Tchias Hamesim. And thank you everybody for listening and wishing everybody a wonderful night. But Rachvat Sacha, Vachalta, Shkaya. Why did it say Yitzchak? Yitzchak? Ah. In the Madis Sefer, Magad Rakia on Pesach, there's a chapter on that. Magad Rakia, yeah? On Pesach. Daniel Goldman, are you still there? Uh oh, I just didn't have to read the whole Sefer. Oh boy. Asma? Alright. Daniel, are you good? He's good, he's good, he's good. Alright. I got it all typed down. You got it all? Okay. Shkoyach. That's that uh, Summa Chash of Kameis. Summa Chash of Kameis. That Yitzhak Avinu was a Summa. He was, a, he was already a mess. But even so, he was already Chai. He was a Kate's Chai. I want to say, okay. Okay. Have a great shot. A little bit. Also, right, good, because when, when, when Rivka was approaching, when Rivka was approaching, he says he saw her, right? So, have a Rob, a question. The, the fact that he was taken down uh, from being a Korban, that would, that would make him a, a, that Korban apostle, right? So you're saying that he actually was sacrificed, if not he would be a, a possible korban. Oh, that's a good point. In other words, the, the, um, Rav Ganat says that Yitzhak thought he was an oil waiting to be brought, and since he is a Baal he's possible, but the truth is he was brought, and therefore the mum doesn't, the mum doesn't ruin him, and the fact that he was brought down doesn't ruin him. Right, good, right, so good. Good, good. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Good. Zayar Git. Good, good. Works out well, Ben Hashem, with Eliyahu and Navi also, right? His name is Yitzchak Isaac, you have double power, no? Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah, but it works out well with Eliyahu and Navi also, that he lives in both worlds. I'm saying, Eliyahu and Navi is Yitzchak Kavinu. He's still around, also. Yeah, it was Libby Schwartz, that's who I worked with. I worked with him uh, years ago. Say hello. He's still on there, Sam. Come. It's okay. It's okay. I'll, I'll, I'll write it. Okay. 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 okay, we're turning. We're going. Remember, these leftovers from your thing? Go for it. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know where they're from. Oh. Oh, yeah, but it's not recording. Thanks. Let's thanks, Sonny. Usually I'm running out. I start learning.